What is up, everybody? I'm Ben Cullen, and I'm here to deliver this week's Sports Fix. He was already the GOAT. Nobody even questions it anymore. But just to add to it, Tom Brady is headed to another Super Bowl next weekend. His Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face reigning champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, in Super Bowl 55 on the 7th of Feb. Brady, who's now 43, threw three touchdown passes to help the Bucs defeat the Green Bay Packers, 31-26, in what was a thrilling NFC Championship to reach their first Super Bowl in 18 years. The Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 38-24 to seal the AFC Championship. It will be a 10th Super Bowl appearance for Brady, and he will be seeking his 7th win, both of which are records. The veteran will go up against the Chiefs' outstanding young quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. P.S. Shout out to The Weeknd, who's performing the halftime show at Super Bowl 55. I'm just as excited for that as I am the football. Bruno Fernandes' superb 78th minute free kick gives Manchester United a victory in a thrilling FA Cup tie with all rivals Liverpool at Old Trafford. Liverpool led a fantastic contest through Mo Salah, who then equalised after Mason Greenwood and Marcus Rashford had struck for the hosts either side of the break. Fernandes might have been slightly off the pace in recent games, but when the boss needed his £47 million inspiration to come up with another special moment... The Portuguese delivered, bending his free kick around the wall and beyond Alisson's reach. The victory earns United a home meeting with an informed West Ham side managed by former boss David Moyes in the fifth round. The search for form goes on for Liverpool, who have just one win in seven games. Former two-weight world champion Conor McGregor was left stunned, along with many fans worldwide as well as myself, on his return to UFC as Dustin Poirier claimed victory in their rematch at UFC 257. McGregor came out of quote-unquote retirement for a third time to face fellow 32-year-old Poirier at Abu Dhabi's Fight Island. And although the Irishman edged the first round, Poirier unleashed a flurry of punches to seal a technical knockout two minutes and 32 seconds into round two. And gutted, it's a tough one to swallow, said McGregor. I felt stronger than him, but his leg kicks were good. I didn't adjust and my leg was badly compromised. I've never experienced those low calf kicks and I wasn't as comfortable as I needed to be. And in the co-main event, Michael Chandler arguably delivered the best UFC debut of all time. He knocked out number six ranked Dan Hooker in just two minutes and 30 seconds. We now welcome back to the studio Philip Chan. Philip is a professional football player here for Southern in Hong Kong. Let's um, let's go to present day. You're obviously not able to do a lot in the current situation. Um, how has it affected you as an individual and your team as well? Uh, I mean, everything is on, on online right now. Everything will be done online, you know, on Zoom and everything. And um, uh, we've been following the plan. We've been following... Um, whatever the, the fitness coach has been giving us and really no ball time right now not nowhere for ball time now the now that the pitches are all closed no ball time so it's really much really it's really self-discipline right now uh, and, um, diet and um once this is all over, I mean, we, we, we need to be prepared for it. We need to be 
on standby, basically like a fireman. We need to be on standby, and whenever we're back on the pitch, then um, we, we hopefully we're going to be as fit as we can. Where are you in the current? Um, where should you be in the season right now? When does the season typically start? And, and yeah, I mean, uh, usually, uh, if, it, if it wasn't because of the virus, it would be September till May. But um, clearly, uh, the whole calendar, the whole schedule is all. Uh, a little bit messed up right now so uh, we should be right now we should be halfway through but we've only been probably like a tenth of it okay so yeah. you've not played many games at all not at all not at all like two two three like from what I remember I actually don't even remember like five games yeah. it must have felt like the longest non-season ever yeah pretty much like a, pretty much a, the, the biggest break that we've, we've ever had yeah and what have you found most difficult Really, well, not waking up. Well, not waking up and going to the pitch. I mean, uh, for the past ten years, I've been waking up and uh, having breakfast and meeting all my colleagues at, on the pitch, uh, doing the usual thing, putting the boots on, doing the warm up. I mean, that, that, that missing that part is actually the most difficult part. Yeah, that 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 took up half our day, and it's basically taking a part of your life away right now. Yeah, that's yeah. difficult. Yeah, you've had two caps for Hong Kong. Um, can you yeah. talk about those experiences and where those matches were played and who they were against? Well, uh, my two caps for Hong Kong uh, were ended up in a defeat, and they were not very, they were not happy memories. I mean, uh, we we lost to Taiwan, uh, not a great game. Uh, I played pretty bad on my first cap. Oh no! Yeah, uh, I should only remember that part. <laughs> Okay, if, it, if, it, if it wasn't because of you, I wouldn't have remembered that. But okay, anyway, we're gonna, <laughs> it, it was it was a part of my history, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean uh, that part, and then uh, that game, and then uh, another game in Japan, in Korea, we played against Japan, high quality. I really like I really like playing against you know high quality quality teams because like um, they really give you an idea of how behind you really are, and. Um, that really, yeah, that, that was that was really fruitful. Like I, I know how far we are and how much more we need to improve to to close in the gaps. And uh, Japan were on a different level that day. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing that um, you got the opportunity as well, though, yeah. to see where you were at. Right. Yeah. Nice man. Um, so you, you're 28 now. You've still got some years ahead of you. You've you've had you know more behind you than ahead of you. But what sort of goals and aspirations do you have to see the rest of your career out? Of uh, I, I I think um, I really want to lift a, a couple more trophies um, before I before I retire or before I really you know before my body really lets me down. But right now um, I'm still on my peak, and um, I really want the the virus to be gone so I can be working on um, on the titles and cups and trophies and you know something to really remember before I call it a, a career. You know, like that really matters to me and. Um, yeah, I mean that's all. I mean, like um, helping younger, helping the younger players to grow, and to really, to really, to really maintain the, the level of football in Hong Kong. Like, not, if not to improve it, I mean, at least maintain it. Like, uh, helping younger players to to grow, and yeah, that's really important to me. Yeah, two things. So yeah, lifting trophies and helping other people who need to who need it who need help okay yeah. that's that's a nice segue for us because lots of our listeners are teenagers um, and we like our guests to offer something back to them right so um, let's go back to when you were a teenager let's forget Brazil and we'll, okay. we'll make Hong Kong time how did you manage perhaps your studies and your football and what advice could you offer somebody who's going through that right now 
I went through school and football at the same time uh, at, at college level, and that was really difficult for me. But um, uh, with the help of like um, family and everyone, you know, I managed to get through that part, and that was very hard. I mean, traveling away games uh, in in China, in Thailand, Philippines, you know, Malaysia, and so on. And then handing, handing in assignments and you know finishing uh, homework and all this stuff, it was really difficult for me. But I uh, I managed to get through that part thanks to the help of my my club and my and my teammates and my family. So I, I think um, if people were gonna do, if uh, I mean if um, if whoever's listening out there is going through that time, you really need to tell your family and you really need to tell your club or whoever's in charge. Communication, I think, is the key. Like, you really need to let them know what you're going through. Don't take it's super good. Even case snacks are better. So, yeah. <laughs> right? Thing will just backfire. You you need to know, let them know what you want, and try to try to help, try to get, you know, trying to trying to get a balance between everything. And um, yeah, it's not easy, but everyone will get through it one day. Um, that's my advice. And um, communication, yeah, just talk to uh, your family and, and school and your club and that's the best way no other way good man love that advice love that Philip thank you so much for joining us today Okay. thank thanks. you for sharing your story your wisdom um, and we wish you all the, the best for the, the rest of your career and we hope we get to see you lift a trophy okay thank you man see you around awesome man thank you very much Hong Kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now. It is just over one year since the legend Kobe Bryant passed away, and his legacy will live on forever. And therefore, my hottest ticket in the world this week is the LA Lakers versus the Boston Celtics. Have a great weekend, everybody, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Thank you, Ben. Join him every Friday for your very regular sports fakes. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison Howe. Coming up on Radio 3.